And welcome to another African Rhythms. And David Jones and Mike Ingram. Looks like we got a little feedback here, so why don't we go into a tune and we'll work out all the little technical difficulties. But we'll be here until 9 o'clock. You're my love, you're my life, you're my angel. 
Sims and a group called Fiesta, and thanks for the memory. A nice way to start the show, Mike. Not bad, not bad at all. How you doing? I'm doing just excellent. <laughs> yeah, we finally got back to another three-hour show. It's yes. been a few weeks. Yes, feels like my rhythm now. I'm gonna do some serious work here. <laughs> okay, good. Well, um, we're both keeping busy, but um, we've got time for the real soul music. Amen. Uh-huh. And uh, some jazzy and Latin grooves, of course the next three hours and we're going to start off in this usual soulful sort of a way and then we've got a few goodies mike's brought some isleys and cool in the gang and stuff so we're going to find time for the full array of the soul music and an artist perhaps we haven't played quite enough yet gladys knight oh gladys you know sometimes you kind of forget about how really a great an artist gladys knight was because she's been around a long long time and has a huge body of work to her credit she does, and uh, in 1991, she put out yet another classic, Where Will I Be? There's nothing in this world That I can't do without Take away everything I own I'll still get along somehow But when I think about you And the magic that you bring I know if I lost your boy I'd be losing Ever wanna know where would I 
nothing's ever easy At least nothing that's worthwhile There are days I can't face the world And it's hard just to get by But when I think about you And the magic that you bring I know I can get through Almost anything Where would I be Without you loving me Where would I be Without your faith in me Where would I go I don't ever want to know Where would I be without that proves Gladys Knight can blow away pretty well all of the modern soul competition. <laughs> Regina Bell, I'm afraid, included. I mean, when Gladys gets down to it, she has no competition. She is the best, you know, at uh, what she does. Well, mm -hmm. Gladys is definitely up there in the diva class of singers for sure. But um, I know a lot of times people forget about Gladys because of the, the huge body work she did with Motown and mm -hmm. stuff, and she kind of gets lumped in as this pop kind of singer and stuff because she never really had the opportunity to um, show off her best work 
you know, via the type of stuff that we just heard. You know, everybody yeah. thinks about I heard it through the grapevine and they don't you know, know about these tracks. No, you know? they really don't. And here is Gladys and uh, she's focusing on there's a modern production and she's making it all our own. Like other people we're going to focus on tonight, like Phyllis Hyman, who's got excellent modern productions and Regina Bell, who um, has a lot of class. Um, it, I think it's important, Mike, for us to focus on the ones that are doing it today, as well as all the great past, you know. Oh, it's, for uh, sure. it's, it's really important. They have to, because they obviously had to copy from people like the Gladys Knights and the Aretha's and the Chaka Khans and all those to get to where they had gotten now, as far as developing the instruments, their style, their whole production technique, all of that stuff. But again, getting back to Gladys, it is a shame that um, sometimes Gladys does get lost in the shuffle because either her production team or the work that was done on a lot of her stuff wasn't as dynamic as say a Patti LaBelle or mm. a Chaka Khan or, or one of the ones that we know as soon as you hear their name you know you think diva right off the top. Yeah I mean Patti has had a lot of success too uh, with modern production and has carried on her superstardom she's just basically continued to develop confidence in who she is and her class these are great singers uh, Phyllis Hyman included tragic that she died she deserved to live on be recognized as one of the greats like aretha and such but some um do not get the kind of due that they deserve considering you know the uh, quantity of quality material this is true or rather more the scarcity of quality material you know when you get a a successful producer or a good writing team behind mm -hmm. you that does more for your career than anything else because you know you have endless outlets of material to get to and relate to and share with the audience and, and also share as an artist so somebody like Gladys Knight to have the staying power that she's had for years and years this is a testimony to the fact that she was able to do a lot of that on her own you know and she didn't let uh, herself get lumped into that Motown type thing being a, just a little pop star she carried yeah. on and she still has a solid career yeah Gladys Knight Patti LaBelle um, strong women really with mm -hmm. strong careers but let's go back now to something that's I mean, when we talk about the debut recording of Gerald Alston, later to be, or in, in modern times now, a star in the rhythm and blues soul field, back in 1972, I mean, this was the beginning of it all. For Gerald Alston, for sure, the former lead singer of the Manhattans, George Smith, died suddenly. There was a big search to find another voice, and somewhere down in the hills in North Carolina, at a small college called Cottrell College, they found Gerald Alston and not only did they find him they were so impressed with him that they decided to go beyond all of that and make him the lead singer and frontman for the Manhattans and what a debut performance especially this track one life to live now I mean I don't think that this had much exposure on uh, the general radio but I believe this was an R&B hit yes it was okay Let's dance with you. <laughs> you know, this is my favorite song. I've been waiting all night just to get a chance to rap to you. There's so many things I want to say. And for so long, I've been wanting to say them. How come you cry? Oh. 
your man she's with. You never thought it could happen to you, huh? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. After all, she is your best friend. I wonder how long they've been seeing each other. I wonder if it's been as long as I've been digging on you. You know, I've been watching you for a long, long time. You know, I was sort of hoping we could hook up one time. If I could put all my wishes together, it couldn't describe the way I feel about you. If I can't hear a sound, oh baby, I'll hear yes I will. If I can't see a doggone thing, I'll see you. Showed me the way Yes, you did, yes, you did Oh, yeah When time seems so dark So dark and dreary You brighten up my day Oh, yeah If I have one night to live Let me live it with you Of you all day, baby, baby. <laughs> Whether near or far. Oh yeah. When I close, when I close my eyes at night, baby. There you are. Oh yeah. Every time, every time, every time it rains. I write your name Oh yeah I write once Twice Three times On my window pane Oh yeah If I have one right To live Let me live it with you Live my whole life with you, darling. I'm so lonely, I'm so lonely, I'm so lonely, and my life is so good. It's just so hard, it's just so hard to make it in this world. <laughs> to make it in this world without you, baby. And that's what we call a devastating soul performance, Mike. Gerald, Gerald setting it off right. It's a, it's, it is a real compliment when you have a, a multi-man group and you have someone just come in 
where you decide his voice and whatever it is that he presents is so outstanding that you make him the front man. I mean, that's that's a huge compliment to pay to a to an individual and to a singer. So the Manhattans mm. knew what they were doing when they put Gerald Austin up front like that. I think so. Uh, they went down in soul history. I'm fortunate that tracks like that. I mean, I see large CD compilations coming out, uh, little 45 boxes that have got all the hits and things, and they don't have tracks like that you know unfortunately the Dells will get remembered stay in my corner but if people just knew you know mm -hmm. I mean this is what uh, you know we're trying to do on this show is just show you that there's a, a wider world there you know yeah. there's to find that uh, a group like the Manhattans who has uh, classic songs like that and if my heart could speak and some of the earlier stuff with George Smith like can I mm. um, you find that later on the stuff that they get credit for like kiss and say goodbye as good a tune as it is, comes nowhere close to the earlier stuff. And I think that's no. true with a few groups. Yeah. You know, there's some achieve commercial success, but you know, when you really look at their body of work, you find a lot of times the earlier stuff was really where it was at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's too bad. But hey, now let's go into another modern soul production. Somebody I know we both mourn her loss greatly, and that's Phyllis Hyman. Man, that shot was a gift from God. A, a goddess of a woman. I mean, Phyllis stood over six feet tall, and she was what we say in the parlance, healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, she was healthy <laughs> in body, healthy in spirit, and and had a wondrous, wondrous voice. When she made her uh, breakthrough with Norman Connors doing the stylistics cover of Bet You By Golly Wow, mm -hmm. all of a sudden everybody knew who Phyllis Hyman was, and she had an awesome voice. Uh, Crossing over into jazz territory. Crossed over, was yeah. very skilled musician and uh, singer, was able to do jazz, was a performer on Broadway actually doing the uh, New York production of Sophisticated Ladies, the mm. Broadway uh, love note to Duke Ellington and his music. Right. Uh, Phyllis has a huge body of work, and it was ironic, a couple of nights ago, uh, Spike Lee's School Days was on TV, and Phyllis Hyman had a spot in it where she does this ballad, uh, and... Um, it's a shame the demons that were inside her that could never bring her soul to peace and she was into the coke and you know she passed on but you know she's not forgotten it was a, a beautiful beautiful lady and uh, yeah, better days my dear yeah let Phyllis Hyman's spirit live on
think we should stop and focus on some talents like that, Mike. Shirley Brown, Angela Wimbush. That was Angela Wimbush. And focus on Shirley Brown because these are great singers in the modern day. Yes, indeed. And, and Angela, fortunately, did not go the same route as my sister Phyllis. Angela Wimbush, a great singer, was involved with her own thing. She had a uh, her own little act, Renee and Angela, and mm -hmm. unfortunately for what... In the 80s? In the 80s, what immediate success they had, uh, there were some things going on behind the scenes that uh, were rather damaging to Wimbush's psyche and her career to a great extent. And Ronnie Isley, uh, give props where it's due, managed yeah. to rescue Angela before she went the destructive path, and he brought Angela all the way back. Yeah, I mean, here is someone who writes, sings, and arranges, possibly even plays piano. Mm -hmm. I mean, a very major talent, and Ronnie Isaac co-produced that album. An underrated record, really. Very yeah. underrated, actually. I, I, I was surprised that um, Angela, in all honesty, hasn't gone as far in her career as, 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 she, as we feel she could, as she could because uh, uh, the fact that she was in an abusive situation and never got a chance to really shine. Uh, smacks of what happens when you have a lot of artistic people around each other you know same human emotions are bound jealousy and envy and stuff and it was clear that her partner Renee was very jealous of her talent and he did um, some very negative things in trying to stifle her growth yeah that's really sad another artist Shirley Brown first surfaced with the woman to woman sets and we're gonna hear a track from that in the early 70s mm -hmm. uh, Shirley Brown again we talked about Laura Lee in the last uh, mm -hmm. show uh, being a disciple to some extent of Millie Jackson and uh -huh. developing the concept. And now Shirley Brown goes the concept route, but she also steps in and she confronts the other party. Yeah. So this was what made her little uh, foray into the triangle situation uh, her own. She put her own stamp on it by going this route with the woman the woman mm-hmm in modern day she's on Malico but a really interesting track she made on the Arista records her first record for Aristo, which has many great tracks but one of my favorites Mike is this one when you love somebody all right Someone 
He's mine, love. 
Brown from her Woman's a Woman album. A very beautiful track. And then before that, Shirley Brown, When You Love Somebody. Some beautiful tracks from a couple of, whoops, a <laughs> couple of great artists there. <laughs> it's hard to always keep everything all in queue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Shirley Brown, Stax Veteran. Nice to hear that. Um, when you go forth and go on to another label like that, that a lot of times the, you're able to take some of your people with you. And on that Arista album, she was able to take some of her folks like DJ Rogers and uh, Harvey Mason and um, Duck Dunn was on there as well, I believe. So A very good sounding backup band to that When You Really Love Somebody. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, another artist, perhaps not the superstar she should be certainly she should be as well known as Tony Braxton but Regina Bell hasn't quite achieved that status yet no not quite but she surely has the chops I mean Regina Bell in my humble opinion can out sing Tony Braxton any day of the week mm. but we know sometimes in this business it's not about how good you are but you know timing whether you're in the right place at the right time and uh, Regina surely has the instrument to mm-hmm. do great things. I, I sincerely hope one day that she does get the break and everybody does get hip to the fact that this is a very gifted singer. Yeah, and um, what more a gifted singer-songwriter than Sam Dees himself to introduce a track from her last CD, Love TKO. This is from a Robbie Vincent interview with Sam Dees in England. And this is one of our <laughs> most favorite soulful brothers talking about Regina Bell. 
I love the first record that they that I that I heard on them. It was just unbelievable, and and it's the one thing that uh, stands out for me with a new artist is the distinct sound of of that artist that you can turn on the radio driving down the road and you hear that song and you know exactly who it is right now like the old days you'd hear someone on the radio and you knew exactly who it was uh today that's not all the time the case and that's why my limited uh selection will you know it will be limited because there's a lot of artists who sound alike and and it's kind of hard to to tell who's singing what but regina bell to me is a is an excellent singer um, and I know that we've spoke about her before, and, and I would say that, yeah, she's new in reference to Marketplace, probably been singing for a thousand years, though. Well, no, you, yes, you mean the old overnight success after a thousand years, yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> overnight success, only taking 1,500 years, yes. <laughs> right. She'd be your number one, would she, at the moment? I would think so. Uh, she's... Um, your face lit up when you said that, you see. Yeah. She's uh, she's an outstanding singer, uh, and you and you can recognize her when she's singing. I can, uh, and it's not so much that it's whether it's my song or somebody else's song. She just handles the song like an old timer. Looking back over my years, I guess I've shed some tears. I told myself time and time again, this time I'm gonna win. But another fight. Things ain't right, I guess I'm losing again Takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again Think I better let it go mm-hmm. It looks like another love TKO
Now, a long time coming, we've wanted to do a, a, a Bobby Womack spotlight on some of the absolute killer, killer tracks. Bobby Womack, wasn't that... Was Nat Wilson Pickett's guitar player? Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. In fact, he wrote a few tunes to her. What a better way to start out the set. Bobby on guitar, a tune for Wilson Pickett. And we'll start out with that, and then we're going to play... We'll try to just condense it down to four or five of the epic <laughs> tracks. It's going to be tough, but we're, we're really going to try here. But to start with, I've come a long way. One of my faves, The Wicked One. Things out of life, huh. but not. 
Not everyone, everyone wanna go through the toes and strides. Like this particular fella walks around all day long singing, shine on. Lies asleep in the shed. Life don't bug him Cause he thinks he's got it made He never worry about nothing in particular Ooh, he might even sell Free press on sunset I'd like to help a man When he's down But I can't help him much When he's sleeping on the ground It's like a bottle of water And just flow through life Walks around all day long singing a song Just to feed Harry's baby She can lie down a story So incredible Man, you wanna have her take the food home And put it on the table I like to help a man When he's down But I can't help you, Harry If you wanna sleep on the ground Sorry, Harry. Oh, you're too much weight to carry around. But he still walks around all day long singing this song. Sha-da-da, sha-da-da-da, Tell me, where will you be going? But oh, man, when it gets his horn and starts blowing Will you hang around L.A. Or hitch a ride on the freeway? Meet an old familiar face at a new place I'd like to help a man when he's down But how can I help him if it's somewhere out of town? Sorry, Harry, I think I'm gonna put you down. Sha-da-da, sha-da-da, sha-da-da-da-da-da. Everybody help me sing the Yeah, I know you laughed. You've had your last laugh, though. You laughed a whole lot of times as I walked out the door. So don't worry. <laughs> he be back. See, he's in love and he hung up. But see, God, if he see that you don't want something that's good for you, he takes it away and gives it to somebody else that he feels like can use it. That's why on the day I can say that, oh, I'm through. I'm through. Try to prove the love to you. 
makes me afraid to die Cause I don't know what's up there Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming Time, time, time has a story 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, on African Rhythms, CITR 101.9 FM, you're listening to Mr. Bobby Womack. And that's a great moment from the Poet album from the early 80s. Something special, Mike. Yeah, indeed. That was my, actually, the Poet was my favorite Bobby Womack album, and I like that jazz flavor that he puts in there on um, Mm. games people play. Yeah, there's that David T. Walker there. Mm -hmm. So that's Beverly Glenn. The guy was a bit of a gangster who ran the label, so as many were in the music business in that time. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Anita Baker was who I was trying to think of. Mm -hmm. She did her uh, debut album, and we played that on a previous show, and that was Patrick Motzen production also. Mm -hmm. And before that, we had. the short stint with Epic Bobby had there, Change Is Gonna Come from Home Is Where The Heart Is. Nice tribute to the Sam. I like the fact that Bobby picked that song out. Uh, you can always um, do covers and stuff, but it's interesting the type of covers that a, an artist does, knowing that there's certain things that you don't touch unless you're going to do it right. And I like how he approached the Sam Cooke thing, you know, just really very sedate very kind of calm and whatnot, but still soulful. Yeah, and he was in Sam Cooke's band. Obviously, you can see the profound influence there. Yeah, there was just a very sweet and beautiful way that he approached the track, not trying to overdo it, and it's haunting (laughs) in parts of it, the echoes you hear of the spirit of Sam right there. For sure. What I really liked, though, was how he set it off with um, playing the picket tune, because in that first few... uh, first few bars, it really sounded like Wilson Pickett sounding like Bobby Womack. That yeah. was kind of cool the way he kind of yeah. like swooped into that song. It's like, that's Bobby. That's not Wilson. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, Bobby had to pay his dues. He wasn't always in the spotlight, but at least he, he wrote, I'm in love for Wilson Pickett. Stones took it's all over now. There's the famous story when he was 17, had his group, the Valentinos, with yep. uh, Cecil, I believe, his that's brother. Right. And that's a little bit of the history of Bobby that we heard something from understanding album Harry Hippie which was a hit for him a top 10 hit Mm -hmm. and also we heard from Facts of Life I'm through trying to prove my love to you which is incredibly moving track I find basic begging music for you (laughs) gentlemen out there trying to talk to the ladies indeed and speaking of which Mike you selected an Isley's track here yes indeed I'm giving a smooth shout out here to my buddy in New West Roger Jones Roger I know if you're listening tonight I couldn't find you what you wanted to hear, but I'm going to give you something that's just as good, if not better. So I'm going to let Ronnie wrap some stuff down to you. All right.
And I got to tell you, everybody listening out there, if you want to know where the soul trees grow, believe that the roots start with African rhythms here on CITR. <laughs>